Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. Party. Hello, and welcome to episode 45 of Friends Watching Friends. I'm Matt. <laughs> you got it. They're all laughing. Okay, I'm Christy. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. Today, we are uh, talking about episode 21 of season 2, The One with the Bullies. I'm excited. Those jerks. Yeah. They were really jerky. Like, wow. But anyway. All right. (laughs) Let's talk about some discussion points from last episode. Sure. Yeah. Um, This is from episode episode 20, the one where Old Yeller dies. Poor Old Yeller. Uh, Sad day. Sad day. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's, oh that's a sad movie I'm not a fan I'm not a fan it's supposed uh, to be like a kids movie but you want to die after hard no so it's like, <laughs> yeah. geez okay anyway um, so I have a couple things about um, how they love Ross's excitement in this episode because he's being such a good father and um, even though he's missing things um you know, he still wants to be there as much as he can. And he like offers and like I think we talked about it, like offers and like wants to spend more time with the son. And kudos for Carol and Susan being all like, Yeah. Like I'm sure they just wanna have a weekend, you know, without a kid as <laughs> as well. But they're very like, Yeah, you know, go for it, whatever and they're trying to like you can watch our tape of him sitting up if you want. Like, sorry. But they both are both parties are being very, um, you know, supportive of each other, which is nice. Um, and then they said that Ben's little cute high and by was the cutest thing, which oh my agreed. Gosh, it was. <laughs> uh, and this this was Carly. She said that um, her and Meg had the same thoughts about Ross in that episode. Just being a good father. Um, true. Some of her brought up um, be your own windkeeper again. Um, he. They said that they felt felt bad for Richard in the episode, and um, they're like Rachel. If you give me a baby, I hold it away from hold it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I I like. I haven't been around enough babies really to like know how I am around them. You know what I mean? Like so I've really many. only had one close friend have a baby that lives close to me that I can actually like. Cause like my other friend has had two, but she lives far away. So it's like, I know Katie's like, it's so weird. I feel like you're so good with kids. And I'm like, I feel like I'm awkward AF with See, kids. Like. Meg like holds them and we'll talk to them. And I'm but like, honestly, hey. like the whole time I'm holding them, I'm like, what the fuck do I say to you? <laughs> do I just stare at you and just go, you're so cute over and over and over again. Yeah. And then I look like, a dummy? I just don't know. <laughs> but then, well, you'll find out when I have my kid. True. Right? You guys will be around. <laughs> when I'm you guys just, visit, that's like all you're going to do is just I'm going to stare at, at your house. kid. I'm going to yeah. stare yeah. at them awkwardly and say, you're so cute, over and over again. 
I'm like, I don't see you. I don't see that little babe. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Where we? Oh, this one's actually a cool one. She, uh, they said that Phoebe is so precious, and she reminds them of Luna from um, Harry Potter, mm. which agreed. Yeah. Agreed. In that particular episode, especially because she's all like, oh, everything is so innocent and cute with the movies. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. I agree. I like that. Um, we got another uh, way a way around this about Ross being uh, a father in this episode. He they said that they felt that he gets treated as a stepfather instead of the actual father, um, when in fact Susan is the stepmom. Um, really, but I mean, in this particular situation, I don't know. It's interesting. Like he kind of is being treated as such, but they are in the relationship. So it's hard to to like make him a full time parent when he's no longer in the relationship, like, you know, with yeah. them every every day, if you will. I guess I don't necessarily view him as being treated like a step parent, more so just like they're divorced. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, think about like I think about like Katie growing up. I, I mean. It's not like her dad was treated like a step parent. It's just that he had partial custody, so he only saw her on certain days at certain times, and like that's even though he was like her father, father, you know. Yeah. I, so I was gonna say I don't, um, I don't see him as a stepdad either. Just just because I've had this experience myself, um, and yeah, I mean Ross has a really good career. He's gonna have to work. And splitting, like, my dad had to split that, too. Like, he wouldn't come and get me for, like, a visitation until, like, 5 because he came and picked me up after work. And then I'd have to be home at a certain time. So I just feel bad for Ross. I don't yeah. think it's anyone's fault. I think Carol and Susan really do try to split because they all seem like they have a good relationship now. Like, we know it was, like, rocky and, like, supposed to be funny in the beginning. But I think they're all solid now. Yeah. But yep. that's just my opinion. Yep. Agreed. But um, that is interesting, though, like the comparison. I mean, it is mm-hmm. kind of, I feel like a step-parent, this is just in my opinion, a step-parent is more so, though well, there's two types of step-parents, really, because there's the step-parent with the parent that you live with full-time, and there's the step-parent with the parent that you visit partially. So, like, for me, a step-parent could be somebody who is constantly there, um, but just isn't your actual, like mom or dad and vice versa you know what I mean yeah it's just yeah I guess it's just I guess you could compare Ross to maybe like the step parent of the other parent but I just kind of view him as the divorced dad unfortunately yep I mean there's not much else they can they do do their best I mean it is what it is yeah um this one was an interesting point um They said that they agreed with Megan and Katie for the love of Ross and Rachel in that episode. They had a, you know, the little fight about the future. They were very um, cute and loving. Um, But they said that it actually bothers them that the show tries to portray their love story in that way. Because, yes, Ross was in love with her for forever, like since high school, right? But, um... He was actually he was married to to Carol for ten years or whatever it was, so he he probably wasn't in love with Rachel throughout that entire time, um, and he probably still would would be with Carol if 
you know, Susan didn't come into the picture and the lesbian thing, et cetera. Um, because he was very happy in their marriage, it seems like. And he was very, like, he was devastated when it was over. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the, it's true, actually. I never really thought about it that way. But the show does portray Ross and Rachel to be, like, the the perfect, like, lovey-dovey uh, couple right. at this point. And especially because, like, you see, well, that's the thing, though. We don't see his marriage with Carol at all. We True. just see him kind of pining Posted. over yeah. that and and then being like, oh my god, she's back in my life again. You know, Rachel's back in my life again and I want to ask her out and just trying to. Like, season one was literally him trying to ask her out for <laughs> the entire season. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the that's tough part because it's that's shown to us their marriage is not, unfortunately. So it's easy to see and like come across that where it's because it's being shown where like you yeah. have to like take your imagination to what their marriage was like or whatever. I think too, so, like, yeah. uh, like, like I, I get, I understand that comparison, but also I think it's important to note that like, yes, they do portray Ross and Rachel as the quote, like perfect relationship right now, but also like they, this, like this could this could just be the perfect situation for Ross. Like yes, he may have still been with Carol had nothing like that happened, but like at the end of the day it did happen. So this is Ross's situation and he is in the perfect relationship at this moment in his life. And sometimes things happen to get you to your perfect situation. So like clearly it was just meant to be that Carol came to terms with the fact that she's a lesbian left Ross and opened the door for Ross to finally be with Rachel because maybe Rachel really was on his mind that entire time. And again, we don't know. Yeah, we don't really know. Right. It is very reminiscent of The Office. Carly just brought up. It reminds me very much of Pam and Jim. Like, you have to watch Pam go through her relationship and breakup with her previous fiance before Pam and Jim can be happy together. And it's finally their happy ending. Like I kind of feel like that is Ross and Rachel at this moment in time. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, We have one more here, Um, but they liked, I think Katie brought this up in the last episode about how um, Ross, Carol and Susan were like, I guess not Carol per se. She was in the middle, but Carol and I'm sorry, Susan and Ross were very like at each other's throats pretty much the entire season of season one until like the baby was born, et cetera. And then now that after he is, he was born, um, it seems like they put their anger aside um, and to try and just be adults, co-parent. It's all good. Like we don't see them going after each other. It's, it's really all about the, their son. And um, they said that they liked that for the kids. Yeah. (laughs) And um, they're all on the same page, it seems like, which I agree. Um, You know, it's not about them. And they finally did grow up (laughs) because we said it so many times, like, oh, my God, just be adults about it. Jay. Yeah. (laughs) But now that the kids here, it's like, okay, we see that now. They're in their best case scenario relationship right now. Like, it really is just 
they've like, they've come to an understanding and they're finally like yeah doing it for Ben but then it's making them happier too yeah all the yes. yeah it is um but anyway those are all the discussions i have today whoop 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 sweet dig yes. it you dig it know what that means what time, time is it for the pro- 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 friends fast 15 <laughs> Still's a good old dude. <laughs> Do you wanna know what I realized? That like it reminds me of like Swish's rubber rubber recap, but I genuinely didn't even like start doing the Friends Fast 15 thing. Like it was just completely different. And then I was like, wait, I wonder if people think I copied, but I didn't. Unintentional. I mean Unintentional. you're you're the same person for both podcasts. Right. So you're <laughs> allowed true. to copy yourself. True. You're not you're not copying yet. Yeah. yeah, you're good. I'm borrowing. Yeah. Without even thinking about it. <laughs> oh, Unintentionally brain, borrowing. Your brain for three years, you know? yeah. Are you ready? Uh no. But yeah. Well, you got two seconds to figure it out. Hey Mark, get set. Oops, I gotta hit the button. Go! So Monica gets into the stock market and then decides that she loses all of her money and then has to go work at a diner where she has to dance and Ross and Chandler get bullied and Phoebe meets her brother. Fourteen! I mean, pretty much. (laughs) I don't know what I'm gonna say now. Details, Katie, details. Alright, are you ready? No, I'm not at all. Go. Uh, M-A-G... Monica's crazy. I'm E.G. I'm E.G., sorry. Uh, you just wasted a lot. I know. <laughs> Taylor's hand gets stolen. That's it? <laughs> That's all you got? Yeah. That was so <laughs> good. Laura is my most flawless. I mean, that was probably seven seconds, but got dragged out somehow to 14. Skill. All right. I, w- I went under 15. That's all that matters. <sighs> Matt? Sure, I'm ready. Ready, set, go. Phoebe runs over a dog and has to explain that ran over a dog. Joey left a cryptic message, like a mobster, saying he's going to get the dog back. They stole the hat. Chandler's upset, but bullies and, you know, at 28 years old or whatever the heck they are. And... No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes by so fast. It really does. That was good, though. It really does. All right, Chrissy, are you ready? I'm ready. Go. Dog stitches, eight of them. Frank Buffet Jr. Cappuccino with a K. Mix and stir. Don't let it settle. Uh, <laughs> bullies have watches. They don't, and they get them stolen. The end. Good job. 13. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> Proud of everyone there. but me. Better. That was good. Hey, thanks. Give me that <laughs> sweet synopsis. Oh, it's sweet All right. today. Let's do this. So, Chandler and the Ross enter the coffee house, and they're on the sofa, like always, the orange couch. And um, two other male customers come in, and uh, they claim that this is their seat. That we, you know, the guys are in their seats, and they're like, "Oh, okay, my bad. I didn't know you were sitting here. No problem." So then they kind of just—I don't know—I don't even know how it happens. <laughs> it happens so fast that they like turn into these like unpleasant people and uh one of them steals chandler's hat and is just very like very grade school bully to um to these guys so um they said well you know if 
these this couch belongs to us and uh we see you guys back here you know you're in trouble and um <laughs> Ross and Chandler are really taken back by this they were like oh what just happened what's going on like <laughs> and I think a lot of the viewers watching this is because like I like the first time I saw this years ago but the first time I saw it I was like did that guy just steal his hat like <laughs> what <laughs> don't I think you're just surprised because you're like aren't they like adults <laughs> why is this <laughs> happening <laughs> super weird but anyway um so throughout the episode they come back to the coffee house the guys are there again and they're like wow you guys shouldn't be here i thought we warned you that this you know this couch belongs to us and now like if you come back into this coffee house ever again you know you're gonna have some problems so they the guys like just get scared in a way and they decide that they're just gonna eat drink coffee from a package at home and it's like disgusting. It like, doesn't mix with the water, and it's just gross. So Joey's like, "This is ridiculous. Like, I'll help you guys." And they're like, "You know what? No, we're gonna stand our ground. We don't, you know, we don't need a bodyguard every time we go get a cup of coffee. We're we're gonna do this ourselves." Um. So again, they go to get some coffee, but they like drink it so fast that they burn their tongue, and like <laughs> they just want to get out of there as fast as possible. I think we made our point. So, <laughs> I feel like that's me and Kate. Like, yeah, I don't know why, but know, just like, okay, totally sip. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like, and then I would be Joey and be like, "All right, come on, guys, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> so true. But anyway, so so they go out outside of the coffee house, about to leave. They run into the bullies again. Apparently, their names are Arthur and Carl. By the way, we don't know their names in the show. But um, that's their actual names. Couldn't tell you who's who. Um, I'm not sure which one's which. I'm going to say Arthur is the one that stole Chandler's hat. Because the other guy just looks like a Carl to me. But I don't really know. Anyway. Um, so they were like, oh, hey, we're, look who we ran into. You, you guys. Um, you know what? Why are you even here on the street now? Ah, and they just start like picking on him again. So Ross is like, you know what? Forget this. You know, like, let's let's do this. So they're like, all right, let's beat each other up. Yeah. And they're like, all right, what about from the face up? Like, are we hitting faces? Because I have a big presentation tomorrow at work, you know? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's a good idea. All right, no faces. Okay. And then one of them is like, not, nothing from the waist down either because, you know, you know, my wife and I trying trying to have a baby again. Yeah, that's nice. All right, cool. All right, all right. Let's just do it. All right. And then they like put their keys and watches in a hat and leave it on the curb just so they don't you know bust each other up too much. And a couple of thugs come and they <laughs> they steal their watches and keys and everything. So everyone goes after them and uh, to get their stuff back. They come back into the coffee house and. Um, Everyone's like, yeah, look, they get along fine. And they're like, yeah, you know, we really beat up those guys. Woo! And then Chandler has a big bruise on his forehead. And it's like, he's like, oh, I missed the whole fight. Great, thanks. And they're like, no, no, don't worry. Any one of us could have tripped over that little girl's um, (laughs) jump rope. rope. (laughs) (laughs) So he must, like, hit his head on the concrete or something like that. Um, So that's what happens with all the bully drama nonsense um meanwhile monica is still without a job so she goes on an interview and 
it is from a 50s diner who she has to, you know, basically cook and dance um, on the counter. And it's just like a very something that she's not interested in doing. You know, she was she was a chef at a, a big New York restaurant before. And now this is something she has to do because she simply just doesn't have a job and she needs she needs money. You know, she lives in New York. <laughs> you need money. So um, she sees the stock market and she's like, you know what? I'm going to get into that. I don't know anything about it, but I'm going to do it. So she does and starts working out. All right. In the beginning. And then she loses all her money to it and then decides that, yeah, fine. I have to take the stupid diner job. And she does take it. And um friends come and visit her and make her dance like her most of her shift is what it looks like <laughs> when phoebe goes to grab the phone to call i don't remember who she was calling and monica's like don't use it too long yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's all intense about the uh stock mm-hmm. um and f- meanwhile again another another storyline phoebe has decided to go see her father again and try and um meet him um, so she goes with Rachel and Joey. However, she gets attacked by a small Jack Russell. I think he's a Jack Russell. Yeah, um, yeah. he looks like a Jack. Dog. Yeah, <clears throat> and um, he's very yappy and like bites her, like her pant leg, and ah, and she's like, okay, I can't even get to the door because this dog is like scary and evil. So they kind of wait around for the dog to just lay down or sleep or go away. Um, and it ends up being like nighttime before they don't hear a peep out of the dog anymore. Um, and so eventually Phoebe decides that she's not ready to meet her dad yet. And, um, maybe they'll come back another time, but it's just, she's just still not ready. So they're like, all right, no problem. Phoebe starts the car, moves it and realizes that the dog was under the car the whole time and gets ran over and he squeals under the tires. What, what was that? (laughs) I might get a lot of flack for saying this, but I'm not a fan of Jack Russell Terriers. (laughs) They're really smart. I know. They have a lot of energy. But they're really annoying. <laughs> I knew a really cool one. She was deaf. Well, yeah, okay, she, she was, was cool. She was super cool. But, but she was too, uh... cool because she didn't really bark because she was deaf. <laughs> right. right. Fair enough. She was also just chill and, like, kind of fat and cute. Yeah. Best kind of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> um. So... She feels bad, obviously. She takes the dog to the vet, and um, he's, he's a little beat up. He's got some stitches and a cone and some wrappings here and there. Um, Joey says that he's going he's gonna to call the, do- you know, the dad to let him know that the, <clears throat> the dog is all right, and we're going to bring him by because Phoebe's not ready to do it. So he like calls up very creepily. Like, it, just <laughs> it does sound like a mob thing. He's just like, hello. Yeah, I know where your dog is. It'll be returned to you in 24 hours. Goodbye. <laughs> and they're like, what's with the voice? And he's like, I don't know. It's hard to say. So um, Phoebe drops off the dog and it um, turns out a woman answers the door and she's just, you know, Phoebe decides to ask about her father and says, is Frank here? And um, she says, yes, but it turns out it was Frank Jr. It was a, um, their son a boy that comes to the door and she's like, Oh no, I, I meant Frank senior. And the woman says, Oh yeah, she, he went out for groceries. And Phoebe's like, well, will he be back soon? And she says, um, well, we were expecting him four years ago, so he should be back anytime. So clearly he runs out on that family as well. 
Um, but she does meet someone from her family. She meets the brother, if you will, the half brother. Um, he is just as weird as she is. It's kind of great. Um, <laughs> they talk about a little bit about their dad and, um, you know, general meeting. And then they say, you know, if you want to, I can call you sometime and we can chat. And Phoebe says, okay, great. And that's pretty much where they, where they leave it. It's, um, kind of cute though. And we're, I'm kind of glad to see uh, Phoebe get more family, if you will, like mm-hmm. meet more of her family. Cause she really only knows her grandmother at this point and her twin sister. Um, but that's pretty much it. So anyway, that's pretty much the episode in a nutshell. I know I kind of went bounced around a little bit, but you did great. It's all good. You explained that's it perfectly. What happened? So yippee. The end. <laughs> good episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Who do we want to talk about first? Monica? Sure. So I have a fun fact, though, about this diner. Tell us. I'm happy to know something that Chrissy didn't. But they're... Accurate? Let's see here. Molly Market, episode 45. (laughs) (laughs) Asterisk. Here. Okay. Continue. Um, (laughs) <laughs> so there actually is a diner like that in New York City. Um, it is called Ellen's Stardust Diner. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I bet you it was a play off of the name. Moonlight, like Moonlight Diner, Stardust. Stardust Diner, you know sure. what I mean? Um, it's actually kind of cool, though. Like We went there whenever we went to New York the, the first time together. Our poor friend. Like he did not want to go, but I was like, my friend said that this is, like, the one place we should eat. It's, like, a cool experience. The food was horrible, but the experience was really, really cool. Like, I loved, they genuinely do. It's a little bit more involved than, like, what they showed in the show. Like, that was just, like, them lip syncing. Like, they really do sing, because a lot of the people that work there are, like, trying to get into Broadway and stuff like that. So, like, they're all really good singers and really good performers. They literally um, get on tables. They literally get on the tables and, like, walk around and dance. And It, it kind of reminds me of Johnny Rockets when that used to be a thing. Do you guys yeah. remember Johnny Rockets? Maybe. Yeah. Back in the day? That's yeah. the vibe of it, yeah. Yeah, definitely the vibe. But, yeah. But actual, like, performers. It's. I mean, it's a cool Very experience. Cool. It's, like, right off of Times Square, kind of. Um, I mean, yeah, besides the food, it was really fun. But it was fun. Would you guys be upset that a job that you know your friends know you're mortified <laughs> and then your friends come in to see you? Oh, Would you be yeah. upset that your friends came even though you told them, I hate this job, please? Like, she didn't specifically say don't come, but oh, would you be upset? Question. I feel like this is how I am. Like, Meg. The other day, that's a good example. Meg was like, we should do TikTok. And I was like, nah. And she's like, no, let's just do like one TikTok dance. And I was like, one, no, two, I don't dance. And like, I mean, she tried to convince me for like 30 minutes. And I was finally, I was like, it's fine if it makes you happy. And then like, yeah, it was fun to do. But like, at first I was like, I hate everything about this. So I don't know if maybe at first Monica was like, why are they here? I'm going to have to do dumb things in front of them. But then, like, maybe after a little bit, she kind of, like, joined in with the joke, you know? I think it could, uh, yeah. I, I feel like it's, 
I almost feel like that's a double-edged sword. Like, it yeah. could, it dep- It really depends on the person. Like, me personally, like, I might be annoyed about it at first, but then, like, maybe it would make me realize that, like, this is just a job, it can be fun, I'm just gonna, like, forget about the fact that it's embarrassing and enjoy myself, and, like, maybe my friends coming, like, that's what it would take for me to realize that. Yeah. But if you really do have, like, social anxiety and your friends push that on you, then I... I might be a little bit annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I might like it because especially if I had a group of friends like that where they know like they know pretty much everything there is to know about me, right? You know, mm-hmm. like we you know, <laughs> come in and out every day, we see them every day, you know, we'll get yada yada. But like they know that this is just something for now. I'm not happy about it, but I have to make rent. So like right. just like everybody else, like just like, you know, the group of friends. I have to make rent. This is what I have to do right now. So, like, maybe at first it'd be like, oh, guys, like, uh... Quit being assholes. But thank you, you jerks. And then yeah. I might be like, all right, it's kind of nice to see my friends being here. And, like, it's it's a nice change of pace to see something happy when I'm at a place of work, which I don't like. Right. So it's kind of... I think yeah. it would be kind of nice just to see happiness. <laughs> all right. Now, when he dropped all those coins on the table... <laughs> God. I feel like those are my friends, though. <laughs> they would totally. I'd be, like, be like, okay, you can do this one time, and you're done. And then yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. If I was in the booth next to Joey, though, and I heard all those coins drop, I'd be so upset. I'm like, I'm not getting my burger for another three hours. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like who's cooking this? Like, they're all dancing. Right. My burger is getting burnt right there on the thing. True. That's wow. a good point. That's a good point. But would you, you know, like that's that? That's the experience. Matt? What I what would I? Would you like that if you had to work there and people came, like friends came and? I'm fine with dance? them coming and visiting me or sitting at the bar and talking or something with me, but slap it down a couple <laughs> rolls of quarters. <laughs> Not cool, man. Oh <laughs> I mean, they're just coming for some good entertainment, Matt. I did feel really bad for Monica, though, because, like, again, totally my friends as well. Like, I totally get it, but, like... Nice boobs. Yeah. But she's up on the counter, and they're literally all, like, in the booth, like, dying and laughing. Yeah. Poor Monica. Yeah, for real. It kind of reminded funny, me though. of, Matt, your siblings. Like, I feel like Alyssa, like, your siblings would come and visit me, and, like, Alyssa would be like, nice boobs, and then... Nathan would be the one to drop like all the quarters and to feel like, yep, this is happening. And like the rest of them would just be sitting there giggling and just like supportive, yet we're making fun of you. Like, this is what's going on. (laughs) They better have left her a fat tip. Right? Those tips are all those quarters. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta fish them out of the machine. Dance, monkey. No, I I don't know. I, 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 I wouldn't like it. I would, I'd be Fair. fine with them talking to me at the booth or up at the counter or something. But Fair. Slap it down a bunch of coins and making me get up and dance. Come on, you jerks. Make my <laughs> job easier, not harder. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah, that, that part for sure. I think I can get behind of like, are you seriously going to make me do those guys? Come on now. Yeah. That part might be like, eh. But I them coming like, to visit, I, I would like that. I feel like I'd hate them, but like... I would laugh later on, like, hey, you guys are jerks. Thanks for ruining my whole day. <laughs> it's like the time where we, you know, make fun of Megan for ordering that pizza. 
I found it curious that no mention of like signing up for unemployment or anything was a mm-hmm. thought yeah. from any of the point. friends. Yeah, but she's off work for quite some time. It's been a while now, right? Yeah. Like since the five steaks and an eggplant episode. That was what season or episode four or five of this of this season. Yeah. So like, dang. You know, Do you like, think back then when they're filming it, like it's, it's it was like still like too negative a connotation to be on unemployment? That could be. That's actually a good point. I didn't really think about that. So right now it's 2020, and dude, if you aren't on unemployment, no shame. Like, well, 2020. <laughs> well, I mean, like yeah. it's not a it's not a negative. Like, like you know. No, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I probably was at that time. I I would I would say probably. It's funny how it becomes a less negative connotation whenever. It's not an unpopular it's, thing to have yeah, happen uh, to you now. It's yeah. like, yep. hmm, wonder how those people felt back in the 90s that needed it. And now that you need it, it's okay. Right. Oh. Yep. I, I find it would... curious that the showrunners, that they never, that was never like a, I don't know, an option. Yeah. Or even a passing, like, uh, It probably quip. was a negative connotation, so they just strayed from it. Not that they've really, I mean, like, I would assume having, like, the whole gay thing kind of back in the 90s was not nearly as accepted as it is now, but they didn't care about that. Well, I wonder if it was, they were trying to keep out government politics stuff out of those kinds of shows. Well, they did do insurance fraud in season one. So. That's true. They did do that insurance fraud stuff. That's that's true. But that's like something that's illegal more so than like, I mean, I guess, yeah, because it's showing like, hey, it sucks that Rachel doesn't have insurance, but I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. It is interesting, actually. Yeah. What year did this come out in? Like 90? This, this was 96. 96. I was six. Good year, man. Good year. <laughs> I don't remember much of what happened. No, that you year. were five because it came out in April. So. Oh, I was five. Uh, <laughs> you were all five. Almost six. Almost six. How, how did? All right, and I don't understand how Monica was making some money at all with stock market trades, with like one hundred twenty-seven dollars, and there's still like broker fees and stuff or whatever. Like you can't just like call up a number and be like, "I want this in ninety-six or whatever." I don't know much about it, so I can't even tell you. Yeah, okay. uh, I literally didn't even question it because I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, she like picked up the phone. She's like, "Yeah, I need the stock selling, selling place." place. <laughs> like that's me. I don't know anything about it. I'd get all hyped and then be like, "Oh wait, I don't know what I'm doing." I'm sure there was like some guy on the other end of the line, like, "Okay, this girl's money's gone." Like, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck. <laughs> my dad keeps telling me he's like you need to buy some stocks and i'm like how can you just what? do it for me in my name Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and when she lost it all and like like a junkie coming back to oh my gosh rachel like 800 bucks where are we at you know like think it's gambling I, addiction yo for real yeah i can't i don't do i don't want to do gambling like at all we Chris and I have been on like some cruise ships and stuff, like some gambling. I'm like, eh, 
Nah, I don't. Just, I don't want it. I I don't know. Maybe it's. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm a millennial that has basically always lived nearly paycheck to paycheck. Where I'm just like, I can't bet a hundred dollars and just like lose it. Right. Like I get the <laughs> thrill of it because yeah, it like is yeah, it's thrilling. Until you lose it, and then you're right. screwed. Like, oh. like, honestly, like, it gives me severe anxiety to gamble. Me too. I can't. Like, if you don't know what you're doing at all with the stock market, that's what it is. It is right. gambling. Like, For sure. So just jump. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, no. I genuinely wonder, though, if it's, like, I, I mean, my dad loves playing poker. But, like, I feel like it's different with poker as opposed to, like, slot machines or like even roulette or something like that where it's like all chance well, those are straight like luck. at least yeah. with poker if you know what you're doing there's a chance yeah. you can at least like come out even you know yes, i enjoy poker i'm gonna I'm, we're doing a family vacation i've done a family vacation forever and we're going i'm gonna bring a whole bunch of like uh poker chips and stuff and have all the siblings play poker you want to play lady fun. gaga in the background Sure. I'll make a playlist where definitely poker face. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's different, you know, like it's fun to play when you're when you're not like playing with money or even if you are like yeah, 25 give me poker cents. Chips. I mean nothing. Or something, but like poker chips, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's the way to do it. I guess you um, could practice with that and then once you get good, then go for the real money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'll ever be that good. <laughs> I did play blackjack. I like trained a little bit in blackjack once, and we went. Yeah, to, I like I like blackjack. Yeah. It's it's fun to play, but again, blackjack like ten ten bucks or whatever, and I'm out. Like right, I know. There's like again, one... blackjack is like yeah, there's some skill, but there's a lot a of, luck of luck that goes with it. But there is some skill. I mean, like you can make good decisions, but I guess that's kind of how the stocks are too. Like again, like if you are informed and you know what you're doing, you can make good decisions, and it's less like gambling. But it still is. Yeah. Like Monica was gambling. <laughs> yeah, she had no idea. How did Rachel like dodge the hundred dollar question? Like I forgot how that resolved. She was just like, I don't have it. But I need it. It's a good she answer. Don't, I don't I don't have anything don't have to it. give like which we all know, like she's pretty Rachel's broke. scraping by just as much as she is because yeah. working at a coffee house as a waitress in New York. She's not make in New York, <laughs> she's not making that much money. Like yeah. no way. And she's not good at it, so her tips are not that great. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just sorry, but like Rachel's not; she's not that awesome at it. It's like known in the show. Like Terry, even like, the owner, even says you were really awful, like <laughs> terrible. So it's like, okay, her tips are probably not that great. So she has no money to give her. Yeah. Um. All right. Who's next to talk about? I guess Chandler. we can do uh, Ross and Chandler yeah. together. Yeah. 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 I, um, I don't even know where to begin. They <laughs> were hilarious. Both of them. They I were great. Both of them were great in this They episode. played off each other very well. They did. Um, yeah. I was a little annoyed that in the way beginning, they were all dressed up, ready to go for racquetball, all set. <laughs> that was me. Like, if my friend <laughs> did was that. so me. <laughs> I'd be like, "What the hell? Like, come on, we we we've done all this work. We're we're halfway there, man. Let's just go to the place that we said we we're going to do." Walk into that coffee shop and be like, 
So do you want to like order a scone or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, this I feel like that would be like, us. Though. Yeah, like it's... how many times where I've come over to your place and we were gonna record? Well, no, like we still did most of the time. Well, this was but, like, like back when we were. I think there was starting. actually one particular time in particular where I came over to record. Recording did not happen. We <laughs> ate pizza all night. Like that's all that happened. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Like you guys just want to record tomorrow morning and just bullshit and eat pizza. Yeah, all right, sweet. And, like, that's what we did. We could have recorded four episodes in that time, yep. but we just ate yes. pizza and snacks. <laughs> yep. No yeah, it's really unfortunate that I'm never ordering pizza for you guys again, so. Wait, what? Yeah, because you keep making fun of me. Oh, well, you're always ordering it. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, yeah, so... Chandler and Joey, we were what we were even saying. Chandler um, and Ross. I'm sorry. Yes, I know it's always Chandler and Joey, but it was Chandler and Ross Chandler this time, Ross. which I liked. I liked. Yeah, it was a nice change. I want to say, f those bullies because these six people have this couch every day. And honest to God, fuck that. If you're a strict bully, if we're going <laughs> based on like grade school clicks and crap, you have your spot. In the lunchroom, that's what you have. You go sit somewhere else. Thank you. you. We, had this, we had this issue in high school. We did. If you recall. <laughs> Fucking freshmen. Yeah. What the shit we were just seen. happened? <laughs> we sit freshmen. at the same table every day. In our same seats. Yeah, every day. Every day. And these freaking freshmen did it more than once. So we're like, what? But, Chrissy, what did we no. do? We were Ross and Chandler, and we sat somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> because you guys are kind individuals. Uh, yeah. We were like, these freshmen, and then quietly go to another table. My favorite thing, though, is that, like, we get mad about that kind of stuff, but, like, they didn't know. Right. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> At all. <laughs> but the, the point of, like, him actually stealing his hat was, oh like, God. way was crazy insane. to me. Like, insanity. That was dumb. Some adult person, like a, I guess, a, I guess it'd be a woman in my, in this situation because like bully whatever. But like, if someone stole my hat or my per- <laughs> or purse or whatever, I would seriously be like, like Chandler, like what just happened? Five? <laughs> like, are you are you really stealing my hat? And he didn't give it back. Like he's like, can I have my hat now? No. I'd be wow. like, uh, your answer is yes, and you're handing it back to me right now. You can't, you can't take that hat. It's, it's special. special. Hat. Stop, Stop talking. talking. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I mean, okay, Matt, in that situation, what would you do? Go. Someone steals uh, your hat. Whack. Steals my hat? Yeah. I probably want to be super upset about it, but I'd be like, wow, this is really happening. Like, you know, you know, unbelievable. Okay. Like, you guys are just... You know, is this middle school? What? Who, how old are you? I'm just curious. I would probably like ridicule them and like, uh, you know, that's good. Like, they, like, just call them out how stupid they are or whatever. And I'm like, guys, you can keep that hat. I've got four more at home. I don't give a shit. If you're really hard up for a hat, I it's probably a hard time. You know, you know. <laughs> are like, you really that much in need? Okay, I'll help you out. <laughs> it's like it's fine. I got you know, it's fine. Go ahead. Now, if someone took. My buddy Eric's hat or something. Then that's different. Now I am pissed off because that's my buddy or whatever, and like, and that's his damn hat. Like, Not like, like, no. Then I probably we'd probably 
have some words, and or get into a fight over a stupid goddamn hat. <laughs> but no faces and nothing Fair below enough. the belt. <laughs> nothing below the belt. Yeah. Well, that was weird. I mean, I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, Chrissy for years wants to see me get in a fight, and I don't understand. I mean, it, you have, it has to be, like, legit, though. You can't just be, like, stupid, uh, like whatever, scared. like a legit reason and shit. Like, then it's like, oh, okay. Then yes, that's that's accurate. Yes, that's true. I do. Hey, man, you come out with your battle scars? It's hot. It's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, col- the when we had trivia that one day and that weird drunk guy. That was super weird. Yes, that's probably the closest I've seen. We were and just that was not even anything. Hanging but... out. My, my siblings and cousins and, you know, trivia night. Fine. Nerdy trivia night. Who gives a crap? And then the some drunk guy behind our table like tapped me on the shoulder and wanted to like start a fight or something. I don't He's, know. He, he thought said, I said are you laughing at me or something like oh that. My. That's and what I'm it like, was. I'm like, no, but sober me was like, okay, this guy is just clearly drunk. There's no need to get to a, a fight because fights can end up in stupid eye sockets or something, some bad or a one bad hit and like a guy would hit like a guy's table or something like head trauma bar fights are never good like it's not like the movies were like oh he's knocked out for a second and he's fine or like no this guy can have lasting dental damage or whatever like not good so i don't know i just told him like hey the bathroom's over there or whatever and like made him like confused just confused and whatever and then eventually eventually his girlfriend or whatever like drug him aside and i'm like oh no it's over there buddy the bathroom it's that way and just thing just just confuse drunk guys it's fine yeah he was really i was headed there for a second he's like are you laughing at me or like um no and then, he, and then he's like i heard it what the fuck blah 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 and they just got really whatever and we're like he tried what, escalating what, and i'm like okay there's no need to escalate and at the yeah. same time i'm like okay this guy's drunk i can totally take this guy and the second time and then <laughs> and in the back of my head I'm like wait i'm with my siblings and my cousins and everything else like they would all jump in I'm like no this <laughs> you don't need an incident but it was weird to see, like, you know, bullyish thing. And I, from the coffee shop with Ross and Chandler, I'm like, uh, this is just complete childish or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Now, was it really a special hat for Chandler? I don't <laughs> I think don't so. Think no. I think that was Ross. But I mean, in general, like, even though I do have more hats at home, okay, I would be pissed off if someone took my hat. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Give me my hat back. Like, no. You I know think what I mean? that, yeah, I think, that, like, the best reaction, though, is what Matt said, where you're, like, I would just kind of, like, like, what is wrong? like make them feel bad yeah. about it. This be is like, the highlight of your day. I'll be like, do you, you really need that hat? You, oh, okay. You, you can have, you can have that hat. I if you're really that down with money, I'll help you out because and extend they, the helping hand. And then, because then maybe they will be like, oh, well, that wasn't fun. And just, like, give it back. Because you know? what do they want? They want a reaction. But then... I would walk away, but I'd make sure to walk past them, and I'd take it back. <laughs> Just the way, don't make sure you don't trip on the way. Right. Like Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. But like the Slytherin in, in, the Slytherin in me would be like, I'm going to make you feel so bad about taking it, and I'm going to make you think that I'm going to let you keep it, but then I'm going to take it back. See, that's when they jump you, though. Fucking come at me, bro. <laughs> I can kick. If it I was can... just a hat, I wouldn't really care. But if it was a really nice hat, or if it was somebody else's hat, if it was one of my friends' hat, then we're gonna come to blows. I don't know why. That shouldn't. That shouldn't matter. Like, it's still just a hat. Who gives a shit? I can really? see Eric being like, 
no, dude, that's cool. It's just a hat. I don't, you know, <laughs> like, like, yeah, no, no. Definitely it's like, no, like, that's whatever. your hat, and I'm going to get back for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a very Hufflepuff answer. Matt, are you Hufflepuff? Maybe. Chrissy gets mad, though. The defending of everyone. That is Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah. You, I think you're a Puff, but you're also a Claw. I think you're, you're both. He's a combo. Yeah, I think you're a combo. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I'm a combo of Puff and Gryffindor. It's it's cool. Apparently, I'm more of a Puff. No, I think I've. I think you're more of a Puff. Yeah, yeah, I think you're kind of more puffy. Means you're in the cool house. Was it we? We wouldn't do the whole. Let's put all of our stuff to all of our valuables together in a hat. That was for me the most far fetched thing. Like, I know. I was like, what? Uh, First of all, I wouldn't do that because I don't trust these motherfuckers. (laughs) So, are they just going to take the hat and all my other things? All right, exactly. At this point, he's got a a hat full of good stuff. Yeah, hard enough. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I like how it was resolved, though, because that's very a guy thing. (laughs) Yeah, I do, because here's the thing. That happened whether it was stupid in the first place. So, yeah, okay. But it did happen. So, it was resolved that they all came together to get their stuff back. So, like, how else would you resolve that? You know, in a good, funny, sitcom-y way. That's pretty good. I agree. In terms of the TV show, yes, it was a good outcome. Me, personally, I probably would have taken the hat full of all their valuables and ran away with it. But, you know, that's me. That's yeah, me. but clearly they'd see you at the coffee shop again. Like, you're not, it's not like you're going to stop coming to the coffee shop. I would flip you the s- tables and be like, who's the bully now? Oh, my God. And Stay then comes over, so you got to clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they would rush to that. Gunther, these guys are taking her seats. Like, um, excuse me. Um, you these pulled guys the Gunther card seat. too early. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. He told on us. You didn't leave me much choice. Don't touch this thingy. I know. It's this little tie thing. Uh. Do we want to talk about Phoebe? Oh, yeah. Yes. Phoebe. Poor Phoebe. Poor Phoebe, indeed. I feel like I see I feel some bad for her. Phoebe. I see some of myself in Phoebe because I also, like, take signs seriously. Um, but like, how far are these signs? Right, right. About? Like she's like, then I saw a chicken, <laughs> and everyone's like, okay. And then like, cause he's like, she's like, because I chickened out, and they're like, oh. Okay. <laughs> so I think she goes to the extreme, but I get it and I respect it. Yeah, she I like. I mean, laugh. I like how these friends know that it's a little bit out there. It's a little bit stretched. But, like, they still support they it anyway. They're just like, mm, yeah. mm, mm, well, no, that's it's a good point. All right. Like, <laughs> for sure. I feel like once it comes to that point, you're clearly stretching for hints, and you just want to do it. That's so a good point. So just go yep. do it. Yeah. But then I just feel bad that it's like she, like, worked herself up so much for this moment just to find out he ran out on another family. And I hit a dog. But then, yeah. But then also it's like, well, I kind of also like that they didn't close this chapter of her story yet. So, like, I feel like that means that we might 
still end up get, getting to meet her dad at some point, you know? Uh, yeah, I hope we do. Yeah. Just for Phoebe. Well, yeah. if he's, like, a total a-hole, at least she can, like, close that door for herself. She's gonna need it. Closure. Yeah, for sure. And at least she met, met someone... You know, it wasn't what she wanted, but she still, like, she she found out she has a brother. Like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah for sure. Just as weird as she is. I can show you where he hit his head on the freak. she's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> for sure. So I'm glad, I'm, and I'm glad she finds him, and it's hilariously amazing that she, he is just as weird. Probably a little bit more. I don't know, but, like, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, my dad likes stilts. Like, what? Like, <laughs> I loved how she was like, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> Phoebe's He's like, I don't know either. Ah, all right. Like, <laughs> I cool, actually man. pulled up a transcript of the episode because I wanted to make sure I got this quote right. But when she's like, <laughs> the dog's on her pant leg, she's like, oh, God. All right. Get the hell off my leg, you yippity piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's so not because at first she's like, oh, hi, doggy. Right. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh, oh. Uh, oh. No. Okay. No. Get off me. Get off. Bad doggy. Get off doggy. And then she's like, all right, get off me. You yippity piece of crap. Oh, my <laughs> God. Which I think is pretty much everybody. They started off with, oh, hi, doggy. Yay. And then, no. <laughs> oh, you are not a good doggy. <laughs> nope. Nope. And then Joey's like, just take his trampoline away. For sure. That oh, thing was like. Oh, my God. When geez. the dog was in the window and Joey <gasps> looked over it and he screamed, it, I lost it. But it's got to be like top five favorite <laughs> moments. That was good. That was great. Uh, speaking of Joey, he is, he's kind of a side character a little him bit. And in Rachel. This episode. They're kind of together. Him and Rachel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rachel, too. Yep. Yep. For sure. Still love them. Yeah, they, I mean, really, they're just kind of there for Phoebe, which means that they're How good sweet. friends. Yeah, because they sit there for like hours and hours and hours, and then Joey's like, do you want to go home? And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Like, <laughs> it's so sweet. Joey's a good like, friend. He is. And so is Rachel. But I feel like Joey shows this more often than Rachel does. Yeah, I think so too, which I think is part of her character as well, like of her growing and where she came from and all that. Like, I think it's good that they keep that. Yeah. But she's, she's a she's a good friend. You still see it. She's a good person. She's a good friend. But like, you see it more with Joey or whatever. It's got a hard goal. Monica, whatever. Uh, um, right. Who else we got, guys? Is that a, I mean... I think that that's pretty I much mean, it. Their supporting cast, there is Gunther, but he says like that one line and it just made me laugh. <laughs> but like, uh, that's pretty funny. much it. <laughs> Fellas, these guys are here first. Oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> oh, and really he winks at him. You told on him. Like after he says it, Gunther looks back at Ross, who's like, there you go. And he's like, thank you, Gunther. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want to know who the bullies remind me of? I just thought of this. They remind me of the two bullies in Hocus Pocus. Oh, my God. Yeah. A it's bit. ice, man. Told you it's ice. ice. <laughs> Stealing the shoes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Hollywood. Thanks for the shoes. <laughs> oh, I want to watch that movie now. Before we move on, Carly in the Discord chat said, you said, not a good doggy, and my dog put his ears back. 
Oh, he's like, good I called doggy. him a good boy and he got, it, it got excited again. He's a very good Poor boy. Puppy. Treats. Treats, uh -oh. treats. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Say Don't say the W word. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not that mean. <laughs> Thoughts and uh, rankings? Oh, man. It's yes, been long. All right. Who wants to go first? I vote Matthew. What? Yeah. I have to give it a rank? Okay. Yeah, your I mean, thoughts, yeah, your thoughts you on the episode to, just... and what you would rank it. Fine. Uh, I enjoyed it, even though the bully part was weird. Um, I don't know. Like, cause that just, it doesn't happen. It shouldn't, I guess. I don't know. But there are people that are still, I think I see it more in like retail people. Like, like bad customers just being jerks to retail workers and such like that. Yeah. So. Not, but that's like a position of power kind of thing where where they're ingrained. Like the customer's always right. Mm. No, they're not. That's, they that's are a not. stupid saying. That's I a agree. stupid saying. Most of the time you're wrong. People uh, think they're so entitled to everything. But it was weird to see like bullying of like between like equal stature customers. I don't know. So that was odd. But the Phoebe thing was cool. You know, she tried, and then she met a new member of Frank Jr. Jr., which awesome. So that's cool. I liked it. Uh, overall, was it a super awesome episode? Yeah, it was still funny. I'll go seven point two three one. I like it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'll go next. You can go. Um. I agree. I think that it was it was a good episode. Um, by no means was like a standout episode. It did make me laugh quite a few times. Like I really loved the Chandler Ross moments. Um, I like Ross's humor. I know that I am not popular in saying that, but I enjoy his humor, and I think it coupled with Chandler's humor, that was, like, right up my alley. Like, when they that came was back funny. to the apartment, they both did the Ross pie. Yes! <laughs> that was so funny. Yes. Okay. So, I, that, because of that, I really enjoyed this episode, just in terms of, like, the humor level and stuff. Um, but I feel like it's a, you know, it's, like, a solid, let me see, it's definitely in the sevens. Maybe, like, a... Seven point six eight six. I'll go there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I think I agree with what Matt and Meg were saying. Um, like humor-wise, loved it as I usually do because all the episodes are pretty funny all the time. I don't think it was like particularly plot oriented for like the show timeline like it's kind of a filler episode in that way yeah um but as far as like i mean i laughed a lot and this different plots within this episode were good um but i'm gonna give it a 6.988 just because it wasn't just because of the filler filler the fact that it's filler yeah but i like i think this one had a lot of good quotes and a lot of little funny moments so I did very much enjoy it. 
Yes. Nice. Agreed. Nice. Uh, yeah, I <clears throat> I pretty much agree with everyone <laughs> everyone else. Um, try not to like say the same, but no, I, I found myself laughing a lot. Like Matt can witness, because I was laughing out loud, and I've seen this a lot. <laughs> and it's I was still laughing. Like I don't know, definitely makes me laugh. Um, and it's got some good points that keeps you interested, keeps you wanting to see what happens, like with Phoebe and everything. Um, it's feel it's a feel good episode, but like Kate said, it's not a plot, you know important plot point for the show at all it's it's definitely filler but sometimes it's okay i'm okay with that because you know you can't have big things every time obviously um but i'm just happy it still makes me laugh just as much as the first time i saw it so with that said i'm gonna give it a six point seven four five two i don't know Look at that. Me and Christy were in the sixes. Matt and Megan the sevens. We always see it all the time. But we're somewhere in that way. Yeah. I like how you went to the like the ten thousandth place. You gave like an extra decimal you didn't even need. Yeah, you did. Oh. But maybe that'll right. help with tiebreakers, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're welcome, dear. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to guess that that means it's not going to fall really anywhere on our lists, but I'll check really quick. It is nope, not on mine. Hi, Tony. All I see, like, see is a tail. <laughs> Tony, can you say happy birthday to your aunt Chrissy? I don't think we mentioned that yet in the episode. Today's Chrissy's birthday. It is. It so. is. Let's all sing loud. Oh lordy! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it yesterday. I did too. You yes, was. I did. We were talking about, how, you know how you sing Happy Birthday and it's like the longest 30 seconds of your life. Yes. You're just sitting there and everyone's just like, what do I do with my hands? Like, where should I be looking? Like, <laughs> yes. oh my God. It's so <laughs> awkward. It's so, it's so true. So I told Chrissy, hey, do a power move. And when they start singing with the lit candle, so funny, just blow it out immediately. <laughs> and I did it. No. It yes, wasn't I did. immediately. They got a couple verses in to the point where the uh, waitress thought that it was an accident, so she relit the candle. No! <laughs> no. Oh god, no. Chrissy, that's so me. I try to like I sum up summon up the courage to do whatever someone suggested. It's gonna be funny and then, and then it backfires. backfires. <laughs> yeah, well, but I still so did much. it. You thought I wasn't gonna do it at all and I did. Uh-huh, but you didn't do it like I you should do it right, fine, whatever. No, but I still life, did it. Okay. Next year. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> 31 yeah <clears throat> oh boy um what what are we talking about is this facts time yeah got any facts carly gave I us have... one in discord i don't know if you have it so i don't want to say it yeah, I'm excited to say uh, i do have that oh, actually cool cool but it's actually a really good one so i'm glad that she mentioned it um as well so this one the one with the bullies 21st episode of season two it aired on April 25th, 1996. Um, it was written by Sebastian Jones and Brian Buchner and directed by our dude, Michael Limbeck, again. Um, let's see. Um, this is uh, fr- where we meet Frank Jr. 
uh, Frank Buffet Jr. Uh, he's played by Giovanni Ribisi. I always mess up his last name. But anyway, um, so he actually, if you recall, maybe some people will recognize, but um, he is the condom boy in the previous episode, the one with the baby on the bus. So this is the one where Phoebe gets the... Um, she was singing outside of the coffee house because uh, Terry hired the other woman to play guitar in the coffee house. So if she says, I got, um, you know, however much money she got, like whatever it was, I forget $8 or something and a condom. And then uh, this kid runs up and says, um, hi, sorry. I think I dropped a condom in your case. And she's like, oh, yeah, here you go. And then he runs back. I was like, hey, Christine, I got it. <laughs> that is the same guy. So he plays him as well. So um, it's really cool to see that because it's like, oh, my God, is that Frank Jr.? What? Um, it is indeed. And it's kind of a funny thing where it's like, um, was that was he playing the brother then as well? Or was he just, you know, an extra that they used at that right. time? So, right. um, But. If it's if it was supposed to be him playing Frank Jr. at the point, then that's hilarious that they used him as Condom Boy because it's very much him. Yeah, as you can see, he's just as weird. So I bet it <laughs> is. I hope that it is meant to be Frank Jr. because that's that's funny and not just like rando. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yep. Yep. Um. The Moon Dance Diner, here we go, Meg. The Moon Dance Diner was a real 50s diner which closed in 2012 despite relocating from New York to Wyoming. The James Hotel occupies the original site in New York. No internal shots were filmed at the real diner. Interesting. So it's Interesting. But I but maybe but maybe the Moonlit Diner was a play on Ellen Stardust Diner like in real I'm, life too. I'm I'm sure that could be the case. Because the Stardust Diner's been around for, like, forever, apparently. Indeed. Um, so we learn that Monica's middle name begins with an E, and um, we never figure out what we never figure out what that e, what that E is stands for. Um, throughout the series, we'll, we'll find out, you know, everyone else's middle names or whatever, whatever, whatever. But um, this is an interesting fact: we won't ever find out what Monica's is. It's just E. So I'm gonna say Elizabeth. Yeah, I, that's a good guess. Emily, Elizabeth, Esther. Ellen, Esther. Oh my Esther. God, it's Esther. Monica Esther Geller. It's Esther. <laughs> that's gold. I can see Judy doing that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, the name of the Laverne and Curly fries served at the diner is a reference to the sitcom Laverne and Shirley. It aired between 1976 and 1983, in case you guys, anyone wanted to know that. Um, this is interesting, because I didn't know this. Um, after ditching MEG in the stock market, Monica says she bought, she bought shares of CHP because she had a crush on Eric Estrada, one of the lead actors in Chips. Um, Nikki Cat, who plays one of the bullies at Central Perk, is this in this episode? He had a guest role on Chips as well. Oh. Yeah. I also like ZXY because I think it sounds sexy. <laughs> I mean, I like MEG because that's my name. I thought I told you the whole time. Yep. Um, the music Monica dances to in the tag scene is YMCA by the Village People. 
uh, a group who also wore costumes in their act. Um, and a couple of goofs here. YMCA was played in the 50s diner, despite the fact that it was released in 1978. Ooh. This is undoubtedly because at the time the episode was filmed, there was a 50s diner in Los Angeles called Ed Dembevix, where the staff would start dancing and performing when the YMCA song was played. So, fails all over. That could be the, that could be the case, or it's just like because that song is so known that those diners just play it because everyone it's it's for the customers right so yeah. like, <laughs> uh, that's probably what what it was ended up being but that's just my opinion anyway um one of the extras in the shot where ross chandler and the bullies chase after the thieves that stole the hat bumps to a fire hydrant and it moves Whoa, <laughs> so it's probably one of those like Prop. i one, hope they don't actually ones. ever need it yeah <laughs> like those puffy ones it looks like it but yeah he bumps into it and it did, does move maybe he just hulked out yeah maybe he's like hulk could be mm. and last one here when the cab stops it abruptly and in, in the widescreen version the driver is visibly not phoebe they have a dark <laughs> it's dark haired person in a white t-shirt while phoebe is blonde and she's in a blue coat so who knows what happened there but you know, I don't, again, as I mentioned many times in the podcast, I don't know much about video editing or uh, TV shows or how anything actually works. So I won't guess on that, but who knows? Probably we're editing something and use an extra and whatever. But see, I told you these pills would be a good idea. <laughs> oh, yeah. As um, Carly was saying as well, uh, when. Um, Phoebe runs over the dog. You can see that Lisa Kudrow is hiding her laughter <laughs> because they have to like hold the the applause and the laughing and everything. And you can see that Lisa's trying very hard not to laugh. And she like, covers her face. <laughs> but, but they kept it, so I guess it's fine. Um, but those are all the facts I have today. Bang. Bing, bang, bong. There's one... There's one quote I forgot to say about Ross and Chandler. When Ross is like, I don't spend the rest of my life drinking cappuccino with a K. <laughs> that, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. It, like, makes uh, me think of, um, I know a lot of people like coffee from Keurig's, but I'm not really a fan. So it just, like, makes me think, like, you know, it's, like, subpar. Right. I'm not going to spend the rest of my life drinking coffee from a Keurig. Or like, yep. uh, what's that called? What's it called? The coffee that's like flakes. Oh, instant just coffee. instant coffee. Yeah. I used to think it was like, okay. But then I had it it's so strong. It's bad. And like fake. And... It's bad. I will say <laughs> though, if you warm up milk and put in a cappuccino mix, not one that you have to constantly stir, Actually, okay. It is. Make it right. I never tried it. It's just like a coffee taste in hot chocolate. Oh, well, then there you go. You know? <laughs> Makes sense to me. I want to be a barista. Somebody train me. My aunt, anytime I say anything about being a barista, is like, it's not, it doesn't feel like a job. It's so fun. I know. I want to do it. Sure, you just want to practice the cool latte parts at the top where you make cool designs and shit. I mean, that would be cool. 
I mean, that would sure. definitely be cool. But like, if I were to work at Starbucks, they don't do that. I'd have to go to like a real coffee shop. A real coffee shop. <laughs> I guess that means you just have to come back to Ohio and work at Metropolitan Coffee. Metropolitan, oh. yeah. Mm, I love that place. Columbus, in my opinion, has the best coffee shops, though. Damn it! In Ohio, Metropolitan's so good. Metropolitan's fantastic, but and they have um, a chocolate chip zucchini bread muffin, and oh. it is freaking life. It's so good. It's so good. Also, banana cream cheese muffins. Chrissy, go there I'm today hungry. for us. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to be back and eat one. Hey, when we come up to visit, let's go to Metropolitan. Yes. Uh, yeah. When are you guys coming up again? November. <laughs> yeah, like mid-ish November. November. Nice. If I remember the day, I'll text you. Okay. I don't know if we've decided on an actual day yet, but yeah. November okay. before Thanksgiving, staying for a while. Yay! Mm-hmm. You can watch Friends here. Yes. Right? We can record in person for like probably Yay. two or three weeks. Yay! Okay. Hypothesis? Hypothesis. Well, definitely I think that we're going to meet Phoebe's dad at some point. It's just they've extended this... Uh, the storyline. You know? Are you annoyed? No, I don't think so. I'm kind of happy. Like I, I feel like it almost was going to end too soon because there's just so much potential with like the funniness of her trying to like get the courage to go. You know, like I kind of want it to be a running joke for a while. Isn't it a pleasant surprise though that hey, here's a brother? Yeah, I liked that. I would not have seen that coming. Um, I liked that. And then I think, I don't really know, like, I feel like in terms of storylines in this episode, I mean, I guess maybe, I, I bet you Monica doesn't last long at that job. That's not, that's going to be like a, she does it for a couple weeks and she's done. Yeah, I can see that. I can't see her sticking that out, especially just with like already how unhappy she was about doing it. But I feel like nobody else, like, their storyline didn't really, like, progress for me to guess much of anything. But kind of like what fillers do, you know? Yeah. But I feel like there's definitely, like, Monica's not going to last there. Dude, that outfit she has to wear. Give me anything Oh, else. my God. The my wig. God. Why a wig? Just let her have her own Why hair. the boobs? That's yeah, what I want. Itchy. Yeah, really? Unnecessary. Yeah. They can still dress in, like, 50s diner outfits. But I yeah. like the joke that they're flame retardant. Because she's probably over a stove and she doesn't yeah. want them to. <laughs> she doesn't need a Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, Robin Williams. I love him. Um, really? You never yeah. seen Wait, what? I've never seen it. Oh my god. I goodness. bet you have, but you're just not remembering. No, legit. I know what he like looks like and everything in that movie. I've never seen it. Oh, that, that's, that's like a good, solid. Robin Williams 90s movie. Yeah, that is That's like amazing. Katie. What? Why do I find these things out about you? I don't know. We'll fix them. <laughs> well, when you when you get when you come um we'll watch it. Home. Yeah. That's okay. You guys earlier were talking about Hocus Pocus and Chrissy yep. had no idea what you guys were talking about. <gasps> I've yep, forgot about that. That's still true. Yes, it is. I know. Okay. I know. 
Yeah. All right. Well, this is what we're doing. We're yeah. going to extend double Halloween feature. and have a double feature and watch Hocus Pocus new and Mrs. Oh. Doubtfire. We're going to spend yes. $40 at Pizza Hut again. Yes. Get some Cheetos. <laughs> thousand percent. Get Cheetos. Get Coke. Get like five pizzas. Yeah. I'll even order it. What? <laughs> Just for your entertainment. I mean, I'm game. It's happening. Pocus, fucking pocus. Like, you're gonna love it. Even watching it, like, sometimes you know how, like, you had a, a movie growing up that you loved. It's nostalgic. And, it's, and that's really the only reason you like it is because it's nostalgic. You, like, go back as an adult and you watch it and you're like, why did I like this so much? Like, that's not the case with Hocus Pocus. Like, it's genuinely still a fantastic movie. That's good. I think about the, that kind of movie is, for me, is James and the Giant Peach. Oh, I haven't watched that in a long time. Meaning you actually like it, or it's just nostalgic and you don't like it. Nostalgic, and I don't. I okay. as a kid though, I love like I couldn't get enough of it. Like I loved James and the Giant Peach. I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was like amazing, and I I don't know. But I watched it a couple of years ago as an adult, and I'm like, this is trash. Like this is a trash movie this is horrible what what was like trash. what was i thinking it's not good it's just, but like i still like the characters and stuff like it still makes me happy when i see them and stuff because it's like a nostalgia but like watching it i'm like, like why did i like this so much oh i'm sure we all have it you know i know i know I'll, I'll try to think of mine too but i feel like i've deviated you guys enough away from your friend's podcast i feel bad <laughs> like oh it's, it's okay like, oh. this happens it's yeah. what i was Oops. Anyone ever see uh, Ricky Tikki Tavi? It's like a really old cartoon. Movie. I read the book. No. I used to no. dig that. I don't know why. What it's book? It's not good. Ricky Tikki Tavi? He's like it's a mongoose. Oh, yeah, mongoose. That's right. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> Where can you find us, Meg? You can find us on Facebook at Friends Watching Friends Podcast or on Instagram at Friends Watching Friends Pod. Um, if you want to ever chat spoilers or, like, just send us anything that is spoilery, make sure that you do it through Instagram because Chrissy's the only one with access to that. But also, if you want to super chat spoilers, you can find us on Patreon and join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash friendswatchingfriendspod. And Chrissy does a spoiler chat um, where you guys can, you know, make fun of us and stuff it's about how okay. off base we are with anything friendly friendly psa yes if if you're gonna join uh the group fill out the questions because we've got to make sure you guys got to know this is spoiler free this is a reminder for everyone Meg doesn't know all this stuff yes thank you Matt. so fill out the questions yes matt is like our manager and i appreciate it you know sometimes that's got to keep guys to task i like it i like you know i just like cannot wait we gotta go play racquetball we can't just. <laughs> we, we can't just. <laughs> I just can't wait for the day for me to like get all of the friends' gifts that have like been shared in group chats and stuff. With oh my me. god, this is for Chrissy too. It's right on part with what you're saying. No. She said that she, uh, Sarah, who is our friend, who we do switch and flick with, and like any time that we would get together, like all of us, her and Chrissy would like laugh our asses off about some friends thing, and like oh, we yeah, would yeah. never get it. We would just not be part of the conversation. So the other day, Sarah's like, you know, kind of sad that it's not going to be our old little thing anymore. 
<laughs> well, no, but then, but then I told Sarah, I was like, Sarah, you should, I want to quiz you on these season one questions because they were pretty hard from trivia. So I want to know like how many of them, you know, she knew like all of them. She would have done well in the trivia. She would have done really well. She was like, I thought about joining and I'm like, you should have. She's like, I thought, I didn't think it'd be fair. Like, what just... Other people were Why? Doing right too. No. Yeah. yeah. Do it. No, like if you know, you know. It's who cares if it's like I'm gonna no. make her do season two. Yeah. Like you're, you have to be on it. <laughs> All right. In that case, then I'm not changing the hardness <laughs> of the question. See, there you go. I, I was like, Chrissy will be happy to know that you knew. I mean, it did take her a couple seconds to like think of yeah, them she's like hmm i think the one she didn't know was lizzie the yeah. the girl's the lady's name mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. of who phoebe gives yeah, the, the money to yeah trick. she's like oh it's the homeless i'm like i know she has a name but she but knew she, like it, all the others yeah she says it so fast though it's hard to like remember because she's like hey lizzie and like that's it like mm-hmm. yeah that's how you would know her name it's so fast so well, yeah, good. You know what? No, I'm keeping the hardness. <laughs> you guys got to study. And that's it. And, you know, a lot of the facts we do in the podcast, so yeah. you can re-listen. And, like, yeah. I know that I'm not taking part in the trivia other than hosting it, but I'm trying to pay more attention to these things I know. that Chrissy says. Like, when she said that the bullies' names are Arthur and Carl. I know. I was like, like that's right, going to be a trivia question. Bank that. <laughs> Should that be a trivia question? Why not? They're not said at all. Uh, but it's there so was some stuff like where Monica worked that wasn't actually said, even though it was like on a menu or something. It, I mean, it was and shown. if you're doing and if you're doing the trivia, you clearly are a listener of the podcast, and we just told you. That's so true. this will be on the test number seven. Nice. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So Arthur and Carl. Arthur and Carl. I'll forget it by then, but... <laughs> Spoiler alert, this question would not be on there. You all got hoodwinked. <laughs> right. But on that note, do we all want to go get some coffee? Yes. I want to get some birthday coffee! Happy Woo! birthday, Chrissy! One's going to say three, and one's going to say zero. Oh. Oh. Hey, no, it's a big year! For all of us, we're all turning thirty this year. Yeah, this is uh, this is it. 30. We all turned thirty this year. Mm-hmm. Thirty, ha uh-huh. Except for Matt. Matt. Matt turned thirty a couple of years back, but still in the thirtieth thirtieth <laughs> decade. It's okay. <laughs> it, that's counts. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thirty and flirty and thriving. I watched Thirteen Going on Thirty on my thirtieth. I highly recommend. I had never. There's seen a it. Friends episode where they all turn thirty. And I thought about watching spoiler. it today. What? Oh, we oh, already Matt. know their age. <laughs> spoiler. Just <laughs> not a spoiler. Come on now. They do age. <laughs> Just like everyone else. I don't know. One of them could have died. Now I know that they don't die. Oh, oh my, my god. <laughs> no, it's okay. Well, um, let's get our cappuccinos with the K. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. Okay, now what I just heard? Blah 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 blah. I like that it is just like stuck on birthday. Like, does it just know that it's Chrissy's birthday and that's why that's there?
I don't know, but yeah, I keep seeing balloons. Yeah, because I keep clicking them. It's also messed up that you say the word birthday, and then like, you know, balloon. Oh, I didn't do it this time. Oh, okay, fine. Birthday. Uh, I guess it does not. Oh, there it is. Hey! <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's because I clicked it. Oh, what? oh okay. <laughs> yeah, we all so excited. Yeah, we all got so excited. Yay! Birthday. Bringing joy. Carly, today is Chrissy's birthday. In case you didn't catch on. <laughs> and I have the spreadsheet up. Wow. Whoa. We are we are prepared. We are so prepared. Alright, so who's doing it? Do you I'll do Fine, it? Fine, I'll do, do it. it. No, Matthew's Ma- doing oh, okay. it. Okay. Right. Chrissy said it's her day. <laughs> You're gonna sound great. It's gonna sound good. Okay. Sure. Okay. Alright. Here we go. <laughs> 